This is an audio I pulled from a video which I made for TikTok, which yeah, I've got a new TikTok account to share videos on, um, which you can check out at cantus-firmus.com, find the link there. Um, and it's recently been published at the Libertarian Christian Institute's website, libertarianchristians.com, under the name, The American Sacrament That Denies Allegiance to Christ. There's a pre-Civil War African-American spiritual called Down by the Riverside. The song reflects upon being baptized and what it means for the one who receives the sacrament. Lines like, gonna try on my long white robe and gonna lay down my heavy load are paired with, gonna lay down my sword and shield and ain't gonna study war no more. This connection between being baptized and giving up violence is one that wouldn't occur to many Christians. You can draw a path from scripture in a couple steps, from baptism as a sacrament that brings us into the faith, to Jesus' exhortation, uh, like in the Sermon on the Mount, that living that faith out requires nonviolence. But there's actually a more concrete historical relationship between the two. We find it in the history of the early church. So here's what the second century uh, church father Tertullian had to say about the relationship between Christianity and going to war. Quote, Inquiry is made about this point, whether a believer may turn himself unto military service. There is no agreement between the divine and the human sacrament, the standard of Christ and the standard of the devil, the camp of light and the camp of darkness. One soul cannot be due to two masters, God and Caesar. And that's from his uh, book on idolatry, uh, it's chapter 19. Now, did you catch that reference to sacraments? Tertullian says that no one can take both a divine and a human sacrament. Nowadays, sacrament's a churchy word, right? It, it's, uh, it's used uh, by Christians to describe a religious rite, like baptism or the Lord's Supper. Was Tertullian taking uh, this Christian word and applying it metaphorically to serving Caesar, as if um, uh, you know, being in Caesar's service or going to war were some kind of counterfeit religious rite? Actually, it was the opposite. The word sacrament was a pagan word, which later took on a religious meaning for Christians. In ancient Roman law and religious practice, a sacramentum was an oath or a vow. Over time, it became primarily associated with the sacramentum militare, which I don't I haven't really studied Latin, so presumably I've gotten that right, uh, but probably not. And this was the oath that Tertullian had in mind. The sacramentum, which functioned as a solemn religious rite, was taken by soldiers as a loyalty pledge to the emperor. According to the military uh, author, the Roman military author, Vegetius, or Vegetius, in this sacrament, quote, the soldiers swear that they shall faithfully execute all that the emperor commands, that they shall never desert the service, and that they shall not seek to avoid death for the Roman Republic. One not only had to be willing to die for Caesar on the field of battle, but the penalty for abdicating one's responsibilities could be death. The parallels with baptism seem obvious. A Christian who is baptized dies to herself and her former allegiances, joining the body of Christ to do Christ's will. When Jesus asks his disciples in Mark 10, 38-39 whether they are able to be baptized with the baptism that he'll be baptized with, this baptism he's referring to is a baptism of death. The one who is baptized makes an oath of complete allegiance to Christ, even to the point of death. R. Allen Street, in his book Caesar and the Sacrament, Baptism, a Rite of Resistance, summarizes Tertullian's argument in this way. He says, Tertullian identified the act of baptism as the Christian sacramentum and contrasted it to a Roman soldier's pledge of loyalty to the emperor and empire. 
By analogy, he makes the case that just as a soldier, under, upon his oath of allegiance, was inducted into Caesar's army, so a believer was initiated by the sacrament or oath of baptism into God's kingdom. Each vowed faithful service to his God and kingdom. Tertullian's argument was that one has to make a choice between which of the two sacraments he'll take. Will they pledge themselves to Caesar and keep studying war, or will they pledge themselves to Christ and commit to study war no more? That's some interesting historical background about early Christianity, perhaps, but what does it tell us about living in the world today? Uh, America, in particular, is said to be a Christian nation, where God and military service don't conflict. American soldiers don't swear loyalty oaths to put the state above all other allegiances, do they? Well, as a matter of fact, they do. In the United States military, enlisted members are required to make this oath. I, state your name, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of the officers appointed over me, according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice, so help me God. But what about when an allegiance to the Constitution or an order from a superior contradicts one's allegiance and orders from Christ? Well, the oath makes no exceptions. You must obey orders. Well, while uh, Tertullian is concerned about Christians um, disobeying Christ's commands of nonviolence, that, that is a thing he's, he talks about and is concerned about, that isn't his only issue here. He writes that even where, quote, there is no necessity for taking part in sacrifices or capital punishments, unquote, there is still nevertheless, quote, no agreement between the divine and the human sacrament, unquote. One's allegiance must be to Christ. <laughs>